Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? It's been so long since I've I, seen you. I know. Almost a whole four hours, Mike. That's Not right. even that long. Probably three hours, I guess, by the time you guys left. That's true, yeah, because yeah. it was about 4.30 when we left, and it's 7.30 now. So I was, was going to say, we have to stop hanging out on days that we're going to record later, because it's like, well, I don't want to talk about stuff that we could potentially talk about later right, on in the right. show. Make it seem more natural and everything like that, you know? Exactly. It was like, a, with some of the topics we talked about, like, not not specifically kid topics, but like topics, topics we're going to get into, we did talk about them, and it was like a dress rehearsal. Yeah, it kind of was. Kinda. <laughs> it's like filling in the other side. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can pipe in when you say this. Yeah, yeah. Just so I because I, I don't really understand this as much as you. So you can you can take the lead on that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe this might be the most professional episode we've ever done then because we've actually prepared for it, you know? Yeah, maybe we should do more dress rehearsals more often. Who knows? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. But anyway, we had some fun. We took our kids out to the park and we had some some parallel play in an open air environment. It was a good time parallel play yeah it's, it's like when your kids are playing together but not together do you know oh, how parallel okay. play? I, I had not heard of parallel play before That's, it's like when your kids are playing next to each other but not with each other yeah not necessarily playing together like for yeah. example william is going up and down the stairs and ben is going down the slide they're both playing and they're kind of playing together but it's parallel not together oh, you know? okay you see, right. more more knowledge from the stories. What an educational podcast this is becoming. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. And and it was funny because while we were while we were playing around with our with our kids, I got some sass from your son. He gave me some serious sass. Oh, did he, yeah? Yeah, well, we were we were going up the stairs, and William is he's a lot better at stairs these days, but he's still a little shaky. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of had a hand behind him, and then Ben comes running up behind him because he wants to go up the stairs, and I was just like, "Oh, well, I'll move my hand behind you in case William falls, because if William falls into you, that I can catch you, and then yeah, that's that's a two birds one stone scenario, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well. When Ben saw the hand behind him, he turned, looked at it, and then was like, away with you, and like slapped my hand away, because he's like, I do not need you to hold my hand, kind of a thing. That's it. He's a very confident and independent young man, that's for sure. Yes, very much so. And he had a great time, and I say great time in a very sarcastic way, sharing his brand new toy with William today. Yes, that's true. He got a early birthday gift, so obviously his birthday is in October. But we bought him a Power Wheels riding tractor, a John Deere branded, of course, because we are not allowed to have any other brands in our house. And we were we were hemming and hawing over it, and it's like, well, do we give it to him in October? But then the problem is, is it's primarily an outdoor toy. So it's like, well, if we give him to October, he can maybe drive it for like two weeks before it gets snowy and cold. Whereas in September, he has like a full month and a half or two months to use it. So we opted to do it now. And then in September, we'll give it to him again with a bow on the front. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. That way he'll know. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. I do remember that this was a gift and not a random purchase that was way too expensive to just sort of pick up on the way home from, you know, from work or something like that. Of course, of course. But uh, he does enjoy it. It took him a while to, I don't know, he's, he's been hot and cold with it, but he's, he's on the hot side. Now, He for a while, he was scared of every time he pressed the pedal because it kind of like lurches forward and makes like that classic like power wheels noise. And I don't know if one day he just did it and he caught himself off guard and it like freaked him out because it took a lot of convincing to get him back on the tractor. But now he's doing pretty good. We just have to teach him how to steer the damn thing because he will just drive straight right into the wall or right into the car or something like that. But he's getting better. He's definitely getting better. Yeah, William William was doing not bad. Yeah, I, I enjoyed when William took his turn and he and he had a seat. Well, first we asked Ben. We said, Ben, is it okay if William sits on your tractor? And he said, no. <laughs> and, yeah. and then we ignored him and William sat on the tractor. And the entire time, I can't say I've seen your son with a bigger pouty lip than at that moment. Yes, this has been a new thing he's been doing. Like, sort of, the, it's not like... I'm going to about to cry, but it's like, I am very displeased with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but William gave it a shot and, and he enjoyed it. And we had a we had a great time playing together, whether it was our kids playing together 
or parallel mm-hmm. or or you and I playing together in parallel. That's right. Yeah. It's a good time. And I feel like our, our wives appreciated spending time together too. Probably, yeah. But who cares about them, Mike? Well, it was funny. I made the note. <laughs> I like how you just blow on by. It's like, yeah, it's not worth addressing that one. Yeah. Well, no, but we we talked about last week on the podcast that Tiff was very upset that she can't tell stories anymore because everybody's heard them on the podcast. Well, Laura got to hear her stories before the podcast. So there you go. It's she, true. We, yeah. We you're, save the day. You're making dreams happen, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah she was telling laura all about potty training and how well that has been going well why don't you tell me about potty yeah, training i will tell you going to yeah because as i said last week it is by far and away the worst part of parenting thus far and uh it continues to be he's definitely getting a lot better at it so the first three days we did the full pants off thing i think i mentioned that last week after that he was very tired of being like half nude all the time. And he insisted on pants going forward, which was fine. I have no problem with that. So he did pretty well. We were still pretty regimented for the next couple of days where it was like, okay, every 30 minutes you're going to sit on the potty, whether you like it or not. And that kind of thing. But as time has gone on, we've eased up a little bit and now we're letting him make the decisions. If that makes any sense. Like if he feels like he has to go pee, then he goes on the potty. And, you know, we might suggest that he wants to go if he's sitting there like, you know, doing the little pee dance or like playing with his penis or like holding his butt or something like that. But for the most part, we let him decide, yeah, okay, it's time to go. And he's doing pretty well. He he was good Wednesday through Friday, no accidents. And then since then, we've really lightened up and he's maybe at like one accident a day, but he definitely feels like remorse and stuff immediately. Like he knows he messed up, but do you shove his face in it like a bad dog? No. The only thing we do is that <laughs> we we don't immediately like pull the pants off and replace it and stuff. You're supposed to let them, I don't want to say sit in it, but like, you know, realize what they've done kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, when you do this, it's uncomfortable. So, you know, we'll let them sit in it for a couple minutes, but not not tremendously long time because that, that feels like child abuse. Doesn't it feel bad to be sitting in shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so it's been uh, it's been going pretty good. <laughs> um, definitely some weird, weird sayings that we've started adapting. Like we ask him, is your penis empty? You know, when, <laughs> when you're done because he doesn't know what a bladder is, but he knows what his penis is. Of course. Of yeah. course. And then this is one Tiff keeps saying is make sure you put your penis in the hole, like as in like the toilet bowl. But right. every time she says it, I just kind of giggle like I'm a 15 year old boy again. Like, like oh, <laughs> penis in the hole. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So it's it's been not bad. It's been not bad. I don't know. What else do I want to talk about? We've been reading. Oh, we went to a petting zoo, Mike. We went to a petting oh, zoo. Oh, yes. I've day. been told because apparently we are going to said petting zoo based on the experience. Yes. It is a like a animal sanctuary petting zoo so i guess these are all rescued animals or something like that uh saved from the slaughterhouse or, or or some sort of backstory i don't really know it exactly but but we went with ben and henry and my parents and we had a really good time there's a whole bunch of goats that they can pet and a bunch of sheep and a bunch of horses and i don't know the boys had a good time what we did not expect was the goats obviously like climbing all over things and jumping on stuff so all around it is basically children's like play school toys like slides and jungle gyms and that kind of stuff so both the boys were looking at it and was like we want to go on the slide like slide slide let's go on the slide it's like no you can't go on those slides they are covered in shit you know like, yeah of course, of course, of course. <laughs> this is the goats slide this is the only for the goats that kind of thing but overall it was good they, they definitely had a good time and they were excited to see all the the animals and all the tractors and all that kind of stuff so i would recommend it mike it's very inexpensive it's like five bucks Five bucks a person or something like that. Yeah, it's just like a donation thing. I've been to an animal sanctuary with Laura before, and it was good. Like, we had a good time. Laura bought a t-shirt. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we we, we paid our tickets, and then additional donations were made, mm-hmm. including a t-shirt that uh, I see fairly often. What was what was the name of the place? This one's Triple C. It's like 10 minutes from my house, so it's not that far. Okay, so it's definitely not the same place, because yeah. we went to Frog Hollow, I believe. Is Frog Hollow. Oh, yeah. Frog Hollow. Yeah, well, that's good. Laura would be right up Laura's alley. Maybe she can. Maybe she can get a goat for the house or something like that. You know? We don't need a goat. 
<laughs> and you know she's made comments before about like going off the grid and raising goats and i'm like i don't want to raise goats goats are jerks <laughs> they are they are they are jerks mike <laughs> i bla- i base this all off of one interaction i had with a goat where he tried to eat my wallet oh damn he was a pickpocket yeah. was that african lion safari oh nice or something along those lines wherever i was there was goats and the goats I had um, a lanyard on, for, on my keys. I still yeah. do. The, to this day, I have the same lanyard on my keys. It helps me be assured that I still have my keys when I see the lanyard kind mm-hmm. of a thing. It's such an early 2000 things thing to have, and I still have it, but whatever. Anyway, I was at this petting zoo, and one of the goats pulled on my lanyard, pulled my keys out. My keys took my wallet with me, and they like <laughs> ran over and grabbed my wallet, and I had to chase the goat. And yeah, it was, it was I, 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 stupid jerk goats. Uh, you know, I, I never got over it. Yes, no, it sounds like you've never gotten over it. No. But I, I was going to say, Ben has been reading this storybook before bed, and ultimately what it's about is it's these like tractors and stuff and they they pick a bunch of apples and the next thing you know the apples are everywhere and then the corn is everywhere that kind of thing and it turns out mike it's the goats that are always getting at it and then the moral of the story is that goats eat everything so now every time you ask ben what goats eat he always goes everything i think i heard you say that actually where we were out today somebody asked ben what goats or goats were eating and i'm like why are we talking about goats yeah (laughs) it is super cute and he was obviously excited because of the goats to see them in real life but the problem is this backfired on us a little bit so it's like ben what snack do you want you know everything or what are you eating everything like Mm. no no ben you know, is it an apple? Do you want an apple <laughs> or muffin? Yeah. What, what do you want? Be specific, man. Yeah, I, I can't give you everything yet. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of what we've been up to. It was nice to see you and I hung out with, with Russ the other day too. It's it's so weird seeing people in person now. Like it really is. I think you and I have mentioned it before. Like we did sort of the social distancing thing with him too. And it's like, yeah, I have so much to talk to you about. But at the same time, we don't because we've been in our house the entire time is doing nothing, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like definitely, you're catching definitely. up on six months, but it, you know, it takes two minutes to catch up on six months because you've done nothing. No one's done anything, right? Yeah. I was talking to my mom on the phone today and I haven't, I spoke to her in a little while and she's like, so what's new? And I'm like, uh, my air conditioner. And that was the story. And that was all I had. Yeah. It's a miracle. We managed to fill anything in this podcast. Really? It's it's good that like we there's a fair section of it that's news because mm-hmm. then we don't have to rely on our own lives to fill the podcast because <laughs> it's right. I beat this level in this video game I've been playing. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I got the platinum and life is strange too. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I, Mike, before I throw it over to you, I should also say uh, congratulations to our friend Rob who had his baby the day after we recorded last week. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask about that. Yeah, so a baby Logan, nine pounds, three ounces. So he was a hefty boy, that's for sure. Damn. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're doing well, as far as I know. Rob mentioned to me that he now understands what real tiredness is. (laughs) You're only just getting started, sir. (laughs) That's what I said. Just getting started. Don't worry, it gets better in like six months or maybe 12 I, I don't know. We're not better yet. Like, we're still exhausted all the time. I, I feel like there's a lot of things that I wouldn't remember if it wasn't for this podcast, you know? Because you're just, you're so sleep deprived that your just memory doesn't work, you know? No, exactly. Well, that's what Tiff and I, when we talk about, well, maybe we should have another kid and that kind of stuff. And it's like, God, I don't know. How do people do this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you want to hit that reset button all the time and, and start again with no sleep and no nothing? Like we just taught this one how to talk, and now we, <laughs> now we want to do it all over again. Yeah. Like, then we got to learn teach another one how to how to talk in a couple years. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah, now you know what's coming, and it's like it's good, but there's also the negative stuff. And yep, yep. No, do you want to go through all that again? Who knows? Exactly. Find out. Find out later. Right. So. If this podcast is still going by then, you know. Well, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to say, I used to do a podcast with Laura Mm -hmm. and it went 112 episodes. Right. We're within distance of this being the longest running podcast I've ever been a part of. Nice. Nice. And I mean like concurrently with me because there's definitely been podcasts that I've been a part of that started without me. And then I was on them for a while and then I'm not on them anymore. So right, those yeah. podcasts that, uh, you know, those, those are longer podcasts, but I'm talking with like 
you know, consistently. Yeah, this is this is the one where you have the the creator credit in the name. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. So definitely, we're we're nearing it. As long as we don't crap out at 112, we we'll will stop, break we'll the record. We'll stop at 113. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll break the record and then we'll retire. That's all. <laughs> yeah. This is very Cal Ripken Jr. of us, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> definitely, for those definitely. few sports fans who listen. I actually don't even know the reference. I'm just like, yeah, I yeah, assume Cal he retired Ripken, after yeah, he broke yeah. a record. He's a, he's a baseball player who uh, has the record for most consecutive games played without injury. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So once he got it, he was like, I'm not going to risk it anymore. It was more or less it. Yeah, he got it. He played a couple more games. He's like, I'm benching myself now. And I was like, oh, okay. Good for you. Fair. You got his record. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to prove anything else anymore. Well, that sounds great. Now that we're done talking about sports and I don't know what we're talking about anymore. But was there any other fun stories you had? It doesn't even have to be about Ben. Because, I mean, I got some fun stories this week that are not about William. Oh, yeah. No, my whole life revolves around my kid. So, yeah. Take it off, Mike. Let's dazzle us. That's fair. Well, I mean, again, Laura gave me the list. You know, she dictates what she likes to hear on the podcast. Yeah. So, so I have uh, a few stories for you. First of all, when we talked about potty training last week, I mentioned that uh, we were thinking of of giving it a start soon. And I, I said to Laura, I, I said, with him being back at daycare, we should find out what their facilities are like before we get him potty training because mm-hmm. if we start potty training him and his room doesn't have a toilet then wh- you know what do we do it because he'll be potty trained at home and then he'll be back in diapers at at daycare and that would be confusing right so laura said you know she goes to daycare and she goes hey um wh- do you guys have like a toilet for for potty training and stuff and they're like yeah yeah we do are, are you thinking of potty training and they're like yeah well we were thinking once he, now that he's a little settled that we might give it a shot and they're like oh i wouldn't and we're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so basically, Laura asked, you know, do you think he's he's ready? And they said no, based off of what they're seeing. They don't think William is is ready. And I mean, they spend way more time with way more kids than than we do. So I feel like they have a better handle on whether or not William is ready for for potty training or not. So we're gonna we're gonna go by their advice, and we're not gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna give it some more time. Yeah, delay. Why not? Doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like there's so many other positive things coming from daycare. So we, you know, we might as well listen to them because they clearly know what what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So William has, as of late, I've noticed he's way better at using utensils. Okay. He's the best I've ever seen him at using a spoon. Nice. And his fork play is way better than usual. That's right. I said fork play. I was going to say. All right. Oddly sexual podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Well, apparently people like it when we randomly throw in weird sexual innuendos. (laughs) So, yeah, his fork play has has been quite good as of late. He's so much better at drinking out of cups without lids now. Well, that's good. So, So, he's doing great. And actually, one thing is he has started to say, and we assume this is been picked up from other kids in the in the daycare class he's starting to say was that as in what's that yeah so the assumption is is that other kids in the class are looking at things and going what's that what's that and then they're, they're getting explanations so now william is seeing things and picking them up and going what's that and we have to like oh he's saying what's that and we're you know Oh, this is this and this. And, and I don't think he understands any of the explanations, but yeah. I think he understands that he's saying, what's that? And and it's it's getting a response kind of a thing. Right. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. So that's been fun. And in other non-William related news, I got a short story about my wife and a short story about myself. Okay. Mine is not as funny. So I'm going to go first. I I have been selected for jury duty. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. So I have a I have a, a big form to fill out and then send back. I actually found out that one of my friends, my my wife, she went out to brunch with one of her friends that lives around the corner. And she found out that her husband has also received jury duty summons. So my hope is that we both end up in the exact same pool. And when we get in, I'll be like, I know him. And then they'll be like, you're both dismissed. <laughs> that's my hope. <laughs> yeah. You just go in with a cowboy hat. Hang them high. Come on. That's the best solution <laughs> for everything, right? I am yeah. racist and or. Yeah. I, what's <laughs> going to get me off this? I am all those. I am yeah. all those. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I've been I've been selected two times, but each time I get another letter later on that says 
you know, you're no longer needed or whatever, because I guess the thing's been settled or some crap like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe so. Maybe we get the same luckiness, or maybe you can send a thing that says you're needed for childcare purposes. Maybe, maybe that'll be it. I have a young child at home. I cannot be away for any period. Yeah, of time. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. He's not in daycare. Uh, all of, uh, there's not a podcast where I give weekly updates on his daycare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll never find situation. this. Out, yeah. No, no. None of this information is freely available for you. But as for Laura, this this is the story that she's like. You should tell this story because it's very funny. And I wanted to tell the story because it's very funny. So Laura has a friend that she's known for a long time. She's an internet friend. Okay. I'm sure you have the, you, I'm sure you have the same, maybe friends that you used to play an old video game with that you still chat with occasionally, you know, somebody from like 2005 or something. Laura has a live journal friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's how far back this <laughs> yeah, goes. That's so old. live journal. I feel like people, most of the people who are listening are like live journal. What the hell? So she has a friend from live journal. Uh, this woman is an Australian woman. I don't know if she was before or after Laura first started talking to her, but this woman was a stripper in Australia. Okay. And at some point she became a DJ and then moved to the United States. And then she went from being a DJ to being a Instagram model. And that's her daily job as she's an Instagram model. And now when you know it, she has an OnlyFans account. Okay. So that I mean that's the thing, right? OnlyFans is is where it's at. And especially for people who are not afraid to to show their nude side like this woman would not be because she was previously a stripper. Right. So I, I don't know where it came from, but she decided to start posting nude sets because every so often she posts like cosplay nude sets where she's dressed up as like, you know, Harley Quinn or, or something like that. Sure, right? the the standards, yeah. Of course. Like, why wouldn't you want that? She decided to dress as Marge Simpson. Oh. Yeah. Yellow skin. Like, apparently part of it was makeup, part of it was Photoshop. But yes, dressed as Marge Simpson. Did an OnlyFans nude shoot as Marge Simpson. Followed that up with Helen Lovejoy. Oh, so she's just rifling through all the Simpsons characters? (laughs) All the Simpsons characters. She did Moe the Bartender. She did Ned Flanders. She did Sideshow Bob. Nice. Well, Laura... Is friends with her also on Facebook and like on her personal Facebook because she's got two pay- Facebooks. Sure, right? yeah. one as one of one that's her character, quote unquote, and one that is her, you know, normal for my friends Facebook. Yeah, and she made a post that she's like, my m- last month of OnlyFans because she started doing this in in August. Her last month of OnlyFans because she's been doing these Simpsons shoots has been the most profitable she's ever had on OnlyFans. She's like, I am making so much money from dressing up like Simpsons characters. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So Laura's sitting there and she's like, well, screw it. I want to see some Simpsons titties. Yeah. Signs up on OnlyFans, puts in her credit card information. Her credit card is declined (laughs) and possibly locked. Oh, nice. So Laura... Because obviously they're like, oh well, this is not this is a an out of out of your usual transaction. Sorry, atypical, yes, yeah, yes. So they they shut everything down. So Laura calls her bank and she's like, no, I want to see, I want to see my Simpsons titties. <laughs> she calls up and she gets this guy on the phone and she's like, yeah, I, I received a notification that my card has been has been paused because of suspicious transactions. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, let me look here. And it sounded like this very nice man. And he's like, uh, you're your card was was paused because it was there was a, a transaction on let me see um uh onlyfans.com is is that correct and and she's like yes i made a purchase on onlyfans.com and he's like <laughs> oh uh okay uh yeah i can i can get that fixed for you <laughs> like and it, it was just so funny because i'm sitting there like, i'm trying to not laugh because i'm listening laura's got the entire call on speakerphone and i'm sitting there trying to to not laugh in the background but it was just so funny that she had to call and and tell the bank no no i am buying this pornography uh, yeah, from the pornography yeah. Store. let me see it yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah so laura bought her she got her sideshow her sideshow Bob titties. Yeah. And I will say that she was nice enough to share. I mooched off her OnlyFans account and saw. And uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what was it was. It, weird? it must have been super weird. It was. It, I mean, on one hand, it was like, oh, those are titties. But on the other hand, it was like, those are yellow titties. This yeah. is a little. 
A little strange. weird. Yeah. A little weird. There's some like Rule 34 kind of stuff going on. Definitely. Uh, you know what? I bet if you go to that Rule 34 yeah. website, somebody's taking those photos and put them up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked. I really want to know. It's funny you're talking about this because Tiff and I have been talking about this stuff too. I want to know how much money people like this make. Like like her OnlyFans stuff. Like how much money is she pulling in each month? Well, based on the what Laura saw, yeah. she's got to be making a ton of money. Oh, because she can see like followers or whatever, I guess. Not, not even followers, but you can see things like... Like I didn't, I didn't realize how OnlyFans worked. I just assumed that it was like, like a Patreon, you know, like there were maybe different tiers and you subscribed or you whatever. You pay your $10 a month or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I assumed. Oh, so was it not well, like that then? It is, but it's additional on top of that. Oh, okay. So Laura paid the default fee to get into the account, which gives her access to the feed, which is basically like an Instagram feed where there's like a photo every so often. Sure. On top of that, you can get, like, say she looks at the photo of, you know, Sideshow Bob, right? So she looks at the Sideshow Bob photo, and then it says to get access to the full gallery costs an additional $6 or something right. like that. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So then you get access to all of the photos because you paid the $6. So this is the Disney Plus model then. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, 100%. Because okay. then the next post she makes is like, hey, I, I did this also. If you have another $5 then you can see that too. Right. And, and like every post is like that. And it's like, the, so the, Laura's base fee gets her the the one image. Yeah. And then you pay additional if you want the extra stuff. And Damn. apparently they can charge whatever they want. And that's what's actually, this is kind of funny. This is not one of the news topics that we had meant to talk about, but I, I read about this recently. OnlyFans has actually put a limit on how much you can charge because this actress joined and she said that she is Bella Thorne is the actress. And this just shows how old I am because I have no idea who Bella Thorne is. Right. Yeah. I don't the, the only reason I know who Bella Thorne is, is because of people who with OnlyFans accounts complaining that Bella Thorne has done something. So basically, she started an OnlyFans account, became the highest grossing OnlyFans person ever in like a day. Mm-hmm. Like and, and not I shouldn't say ever, but like has the most subscribers in a day kind of a thing. And she posted a picture. And and like I said, you you get the picture, the the regular picture for subscribing, but then you can pay extra to get an extra picture kind of a thing. Yeah. She posted a photo that was, if you looked at it, it was led to believe that it was a nude photo and she was charging $200 for it. (laughs) <laughs> well, and I imagine people paid for it, right? That, people did pay for it. Yeah. It was not a nude photo. Oh, I bet the world was upset. Yeah. People were pissed. OnlyFans was getting so many requests for refunds that they completely changed their model. And they said, if you charge more, I think $100 is now the new cap. You cannot charge more than $100 for anything that you're selling. And there's also a few other like new rules. And all of the people who have all these OnlyFans accounts are like, what have you done? Thank you, Bella Thorne. You've destroyed my livelihood. Yeah. Like, I actually, I don't want to say I know, but I, I there's an acquaintance like an acquaintance's acquaintance sure, kind of a yeah. thing. Like I, I've been to parties with this person before and I, it's, it's one of the podcasts that I used to be on after I left that podcast, a different person joined that podcast. So I, I know that person because of that. We're sure, in that yeah. same circle. Well, she is in the top 1% of OnlyFans accounts mm-hmm. and she's like, my livelihood has been devastated by this Bella Thorne thing. Man. That's wild. So it's, it's, yeah. So who knows? I, I have no idea how, how well it works, but uh, yeah, she's a cosplayer. So she does all of these. It's, it's like the other thing where she's like Harley Quinn or whatever, oh, right, but she right. tends to do more video game characters from like, I don't know if you know, near near automata and to be near automata is like this. The main character to be is like this Lolita girl and like a maid. Sure. Type, sure. Yeah. You know, a frilly maid style outfit. So, she, you know, she dresses like that. So, People want to see that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, so yeah. that's how she's doing so well, that kind of a thing. But yeah, so people are like, my OnlyFans account, my OnlyFans account. It's, it's, it, Bella Thorne has ruined it for me. And <laughs> yeah. Man, I want to get on in this action. Like, I would f-ing do it. <laughs> if I was making big time <laughs> money, I would do it for sure. How much oh effort could it possibly take? 
I, I guess not a ton if you're an attractive lady. I yeah, mean, no kidding. From what I know of OnlyFans, it was never created to be for sex workers. It was created to be like a thing. The reason it's called OnlyFans is because it was supposed to be additional thing. It was, it was supposed to be like Patreon. Like it yeah, was a like way a to premium support. service kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a way to support your creatives you like. So like the example that they gave early on, like the people who own OnlyFans are like super Christian. And I'm sure the last thing that they wanted was, was this influx of sex workers. But basically what it was is say you follow a YouTuber that's a chef. Yeah. You know, and then that YouTuber is like, okay, well, on my OnlyFans, if they want to pay a little extra, they're going to get extra recipes or or tutorials from me on how I do certain Yeah, things. or behind the scenes videos or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Makes it's sense. for OnlyFans kind of a thing. So that's where that's where the whole thing came from, but it, a, a lot of people have been using it to to do, you know, sex working type stuff and yeah. and that's where a lot of the money is coming from. So I, I I don't know how popular it is for males. If if there's a lot of male OnlyFans accounts, I feel like I feel like if you started an OnlyFans account for you, you'd be pretty successful, Chris. I mean, you could do a dad one, you know, yeah. like check out my dad bod, check it out. Yeah, I've been working hard on this dad bod. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay, pay a little, pay an extra five bucks let's, to get the. Let's full really gallery. sell this to our like ninety five percent male audience. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it, do it, do it. Starting up an OnlyFans dad specific, yeah. Part-time nerds, full-time dads OnlyFans. Yeah, what I'll do is I'm going to borrow some of your more rare video games and I'll just place them in very specific (laughs) positions, you know. Check out this boxed version of Chrono Trigger. (laughs) Yes, yes. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Mike, we we have gotten derailed. We have definitely. What an education in OnlyFans. I I honestly, I I did not know. I didn't know much about it. All I knew about it was basically that, yeah, a lot of these Instagram models are selling like nude stuff on it. I never realized it was like literally meant for like just fans, like an additional Patreon kind of deal. Yeah. Did you see the, the the whole OnlyFans thing reminds me. Did you see the the TikTok that's going around of the TikTok honey house? Oh, is this like the adult TikTok house or something? Where like it's they're all, all like, in their 20s and 30s or some shit like this? Yeah, and they're all like, oh, I'm a personal health guru. And this person is a, a social media strategist. And this guy is like a weightlifting coach and stuff like that. And it is, so it's all like 20-year-olds that live in this freaking mansion. And yeah. it's all like YouTubers and stuff like that. The funny thing is, is I never saw the original post. I just saw people reposting it with like, I would kill myself if I lived next to these people. <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine how awful it would be to live next to one of those types of houses. Oh yeah, living pe- next content to like Jake creators Paul or, or whatever. My yeah. goodness. Oh, crazy. But yes, we did definitely we definitely fell down quite the rabbit hole. But we we did have actual stories we wanted to yeah. talk about. So so let's at the 35 minute mark of this podcast, let's talk about the 35th anniversary of Mario that was announced in the just last week. Yeah, See we that? went from extremely unwholesome to extremely wholesome stuff. How how much more wholesome could you get than Mario? Probably not much. It is definitely the most like G-rated game and consistently G-rated game of all time. In a lot of places, not not the most G-rated fans though. No, no, but we let's no. not go down that route. There's a corner way. of the internet yeah, that has there's a lot always of something for everybody. Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of interesting announcements on on how they want to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary, and and some of them are really cool, and some of them were very controversial, mm-hmm. and I have my own opinions on on some of those, but. Before we get into those opinions, let's go through the rundown of the, everything that was announced. Because some of this stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. So the first thing they announced was a Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers. So I don't know if you know, Game & Watch was really how Nintendo got started in video games. They did these little LCD watches that that had like very simple games on them, like like balancing a cup and ball or stuff like that. You remember like Tiger Electronics? Yeah, basically like the the black, well, not black and white, but yeah, like a black and white screen. Your guy 
could only exist in like four different sections of the screen and yeah yeah so basically that but in, instead because technology is so much better it's the original super mario brothers now so they've okay. made one that is it's 100 just the original super mario brothers and because it is a game and watch it also tells the time with very specific mario brothers themed images digital clocks and stuff For sure yeah so, so that's pretty cool like i actually saw people who were like this is the literally like the most interesting thing to come out of out of this announcement. Uh, out of all these announcements, this is my favorite one. Like I saw that a lot on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, interesting. Uh, another place to play Super Mario Brothers. Like there isn't enough places in the world to to buy and play Super Mario Brothers, but whatever, that's fine. It's, yeah. It looks like a fun thing to play Mario on the go. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Did you see this? This thing is neat. Is this? This is basically like the. IRL RC car racing thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So basically, they have these two Mario because there's a Mario car and a Luigi car, and I don't know if they're doing anybody else, but they're they're full on RC cars that have cameras in them, and you play a game on the Switch where you can like all of the controls for the RC car are done through the Switch, and what the camera sees is shown on the television screen, but there's like Mario characters superimposed over it. So you drive the car around the room, and it's a real course in the game where like there are laps and other players are playing against you and you throw items at them. And if you get hit with items, your car slows down and things like yeah. that. Like it was very neat. My only issue with it is I do not have any space to to do this kind of a thing. I think it's like it's a really cool idea, but yeah. I feel like it's it really gets close to like the gimmicky line. Like you would play it for a couple of days and then I would become be like, this is sort of irritating. I have to have a dedicated room for this or I have to go outside or I have to do whatever. Like I feel like you'd get tired of it early. It's super neat, but uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. it's kind of like a thing that you'd play it once or twice and be like, wasn't that cool? Yeah, then, or you, you break it out when your friends come over and you say, like, just check this out, right? Check out this this new technology I have. And then you kind of look at it and say, great, let's go do something else. Yeah, but either way, I feel like maybe kids, like... Oh, I'm sure older, kids you know, would love it, yeah. Kids, kids would love it. Augmented reality stuff, super cool. Yeah, for sure. Super Mario Brothers 35, another Another Mario Brothers game, uh, the original Super Mario Brothers, but with a fun twist. It is a battle royale game. I love this one. Uh, honestly, other than like the main dish, this is the most interesting one to me. And it's basically speed running, right? That's ultimately how this game works. It's who can finish Mario Brothers the fastest amongst 35 other people. Like as it, as it goes along, the, you can get items and actually send obstacles to the other people playing to try and stop them from getting any further. And it's basically whoever lasts the longest. Like, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, it's sort of along the same lines as like that Tetris 99 game. Yeah. Right, where you're sending additional rows and that kind of stuff or unbreakable blocks or whatever they did in Tetris 99. Yeah, the same kind of idea, which I thought would be kind of cool. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a fun idea, right? There's one issue with the game. What's that? But we'll get we'll get to that. Oh, okay. In a moment. All right. We'll all get right. to that in a moment. I want to get through a couple teaser. more announcements. It's a teaser, yeah. I want to get through a couple more announcements before we start being angry at everything. Right? <laughs> After that was Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, its DLC pack, are is coming to Switch. Now, this was originally a Wii U game, and if, if there's anything Nintendo has been doing for the last few years, it's taking every one of their Wii U exclusives and bringing them over to the Switch one after another. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I get it. Why would you li- want to leave that stuff all, you know, stuck on the, the system that nobody ever bought kind of a thing? Like, the, I think the Wii U is the worst selling Nintendo console other than Virtual Boy. Yeah. But like, I get it. I get why you would want to bring all of those in. And I, I think that with the exception of star fox zero which was very poorly received not mm-hmm. people people did not like star fox zero i think this is the last wii u exclusive to to not make the trip over to the switch well i have it and it's a very good game i would recommend anybody to pick it up but but the issue though oh i'm getting into complaining though no but you no, know what save, we'll get, save we'll, it save it okay okay we'll save all my complaints for the end here's all my complaints one more thing and then complaints well, I guess there's two other things. 
one one thing is a really neat quick one. The the online service has that that Super Nintendo service and the Nintendo service that's built into it. Mm-hmm. Super Mario All Stars, the original Super Mario All Stars, is going to is on that service as of right now. That is the SNES game that contains Super Mario Brothers one, two, three, and the Lost Levels, which is the true Super Mario Brothers two that came from Japan that was deemed way too hard for North American players. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is quite tough. <laughs> it definitely is. That's the one with like the fake mushrooms that actually kill you and stuff. Yes, the poison mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. What a bunch of crap that is. But anyway, the big announcement that came out of the out of the presentation was Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is three Mario games from the past that were of the 3D Mario area are are coming back in one nice package and that is Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy. Now, I've played Super Mario 64, but I've never owned Super Mario 64. And I've played Super Mario Sunshine, but I've never owned Super Mario Sunshine, but I do own Super Mario Galaxy and that is a great game. So, I think that that that's awesome that that is going to be available for people to play on the switch like uh, the fact that you can play it on the go that thing is it, it, that's that's awesome yes and they've remastered them all too they're all i think other than maybe in, n64 n64 quote, I, I think it's still four by three quote unquote remastered yeah, yeah and there's, the there's rest been, are 16 by nine now yeah smart 64 is still four by three yeah but it's cleaned up in the sense of it's it's not HD textures or anything, but it's definitely like it's 1080p versus whatever, like 240. Yeah, it was. it's it's sharpened. It, it's not that classic emulator thing where like the 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 flat 2D images are super pixelated, but the actual 3D stuff is quite sharp. Like they've they've improved that stuff. Yeah, so a little bit better, but it's essentially the same game with like the same graphics. They mm-hmm. didn't they didn't update any of the models or any of the textures or anything like that. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, you're correct. That has been edited to be 16 by 9 and Super Mario Galaxy they I, I can't remember if Super Mario Galaxy was originally 16 by 9 I think it was it was yeah but what they've done is they've added they, they've done the motion controls they've they've upgraded them so that they work on on the switch because the switch obviously has the joy cons that come off so the Wii the Super Mario Galaxy was a Wii game so it has you know, motion controls and they've adapted them so that they work using the joy cons. So all of that stuff is, 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 is all good. It's all good stuff. Yes. Here's where the complaining comes in. And first I'm going to complain about the super Mario 3d world and Bowser's fury, super Mario 3d world and Bowser's fury. That, that game you said, as you said, you own this game. You've enjoyed this game. What year did you buy that game in? <laughs> I don't remember. I want to say like 2012, 2000, no, I guess it wouldn't be that early. Maybe 13, 14, something like that. So give or take seven or eight years. Yeah, yeah. It's old. It's an older yeah, game. It's yeah. an old game. They are charging full price for that game when it comes out. Like it is a brand new game. Yeah, that's a little bullshit. And I mean, it's, it's Nintendo. Nintendo games do not go on sale ever. They are always full price in in. In Canada, it's $79.99 for... You can... Zelda Breath of the Wild launched with the Nintendo Switch in 2017. That game is still $79.99. It's ridiculous. And Nintendo has always been like that. So, wouldn't you know it, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is also $79.99, but it is three games, so it's, it's not as bitter a pill to swallow. Yeah, exactly. It's like 28 bucks a piece, yeah. Yeah. But where it really gets a little iffy for a lot of people is that, first of all, Super Mario Galaxy is a great game. Had a sequel, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Why did they not include that? That's a question that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they include Super Mario Galaxy 2? Is it so they, they can carve it out and sell it to us in another package later for also full price? Who knows? But there's no real reason why Super Mario Galaxy 2 was not included in this package. That, that anyone really knows, right? Right. Additionally, and this is the thing that, that people are really pissed off about, this is a limited time release. I could see, because this is not the first time that they've done something along these lines. For Mario's 25th anniversary, they re-released Super Mario All-Stars, the Super Nintendo game that we were just talking about, on the Wii, and they made a limited run of that game. 
It was only, you know, I don't know how many copies there were, but it was very, very rare to get it. Well, guess what that did? That made them get all bought up by scalpers and the price was disgusting immediately. Yes. You know, so that's people were pissed about that. So as soon as they announced that the game for Super Mario 3D All-Stars was also going to be a limited print run of the physical edition, people immediately were like, well, this is going to be the same thing. Scalpers are going to get in on it immediately and sell it for way more than it needs to be. Well, good thing they're selling the game digitally as well. But there's a catch there, too. And the catch is that they're going to stop selling the game at the end of April of 2021. Yeah, which is baffling. And this is something that you and I had talked about while we hung out today is, okay, we can understand that you only want to print 100,000 copies of the disc or something like the little cartridge. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of lame, but we get it. But this is a digital product that costs them basically nothing to sell to you like in terms of hosting and that kind of stuff. And you can make unlimited copies. So it's not like you have to create every digital copy. Yeah, I don't understand why they would they would do it this way. Like you're going to create some sort of weird artificial demand. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah, I think that's basically what it boils down to. Because I mean, if you think about it, it's going to be full price. They're not going to put it on sale before it goes away. It mm-hmm. will stay the same price the entire time. So they are going to get their full money's worth from from you if you decide that you want to buy it. And and I saw it compared to the Disney Vault, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you you take your famous Disney movie back when they were VHSs and DVDs, and then you guilt tripped everybody with videos at the beginning of every movie you watched, where it was like, oh, get Lady in the Tramp before it goes back into the Disney Vault, where you can't buy it for ten years, you know, like. And they did that all the time, yeah. And and that's what people are like comparing this to because. You know, Super Mario Galaxy hasn't been available to purchase for a long time. Same with Sunshine. Sunshine has not been available to purchase since the GameCube. You know, right. like, so, I mean, I mean, Super Mario 64 showed up on the Wii as like a virtual console game. But even then, that's still like, it's over a decade since they've been selling that, you know, like, so people are like, what, why don't you just make these available? Like, like forever, you know, like. It's like PC games, you've said before, you know, you you buy a game from 1995, you, you can still get it running. You know, why why don't I have the option to buy my Nintendo games from 1995 and have them carry forward kind of forever? Yeah, once you've owned it, once you own it, once you own it forever kind of thing. Yeah, I I don't fully understand. I've been reading some like since we talked about it, I was doing some reading this afternoon and some theories are is that once April rolls around they'll discontinue the all-stars package and then break them out into three available games so people are thinking that maybe they're offering it as like a quote-unquote discount and then they'll full bore charge you for all of them separately so, I mean, maybe that's a theory. I mean, you had the idea that it was like a fiscal play because I guess their their financial or so their year end financials are like March 31st or something like that. Yeah, it's like the same period of time. So yeah. what better way to give a huge boost to your year end profits than have a game that will go away at the end of your year? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It, to me, it's a bit of a dick move. But But we were saying like... Of all the companies out there that who provide gaming and stuff online, Nintendo just seems to be the most oblivious to everything. Like they just do their own thing and it's always bad. <laughs> we can't figure out why they haven't learned yet. So yeah, I don't know, Mike, I really don't know. And, and you know why they, you know why they, they do whatever they want and they haven't learned is because people still pay for this stuff. People are still going to buy Mario all-stars 3d and, and, and put all that money into Nintendo's pockets. And yeah. you know how I know this? Because I bought Super Mario 3D All-Stars. <laughs> well, it is funny because we were just talking casually and it's like, I wonder how many times they've made the original Mario Brothers game available to buy. And you were able to list off, and I won't make you do it now, but list off like 10 different opportunities off the top of your head where you could just buy the original Mario Brothers game. Right. And I'm, I'm sure there's probably another half dozen out there that you just forgotten about, right? Like, it's crazy. Imagine you could, you could have spent... Six to seven hundred dollars on one game over the lifespan. The worst part to me, especially when it comes to the digital stuff, is I mean, if you look at what Sony and Microsoft have done, they have had the same digital storefront for years now. Mm-hmm. Like Limbo, 
was the example I gave to you. I bought Limbo on the PlayStation 3 store. When they released Limbo on the PlayStation Vita, I got it for free because I'd already purchased it on the PlayStation 3. When the PlayStation 4 got Limbo, I got Limbo because I'd already purchased it on the PlayStation 3. Like the the Nintendo stores are not connected in any way, shape, or form. They've all been their own stores. If you bought something on the Wii, you couldn't get it again on the Wii U. You couldn't get it again on the uh, the 3DS, even though some of these items were available for sale on all of these platforms. If you wanted it on all of them, you had to buy it every single time. Yeah. And, and that's just, again, that's just a thing where Nintendo is just being Nintendo, and, and they... They do what they want and people still buy it. And half the time, because I just did it again, is most of the people who complain about this stuff are still doing it. Like I've seen people complain about how many times they've had to buy Mario over and over and over again, but they're still buying it. Like, yeah. You know, but but it goes back to that conversation we've been having the last couple of weeks with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is people would prefer, given the choice, to have a single console that plays everything. Right. And and by Nintendo hasn't been providing that. And I mean, I wonder I wonder if that that nostalgia play or whatever you want to call it eventually wears off for Nintendo where people just say, you know, F- it. 12 Mario Brothers is enough for me. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like or, or individual purchases of the same game is enough. Like, does it do we ever hit that point or is it just no, I'm always going to do what they want. And I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it. I mean, I case in point. I just bought the damn game yeah, that you I've been did complaining it, yeah. about. But to be fair, I had a gift card, so I saved thirty dollars. Oh, so wow. I don't feel as big of a sucker. It's a good deal, then. I didn't yeah. buy it at full price, right? So I, <laughs> I'm coming out ahead here. Yeah, exactly. I could turn around absolutely, and scalp Mike. that thing. No, absolutely. I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to scalp it. I bought it to play it, you know. But I definitely had to sit there after the announcement refreshing best buys website waiting for the listing to show up so that i could get my buy. well maybe we'll play it during extra life and everybody can experience it that way you know definitely definitely that's a good point we mm-hmm. should bring up extra mm-hmm. life because we are doing extra life again this year now this would be a great time for me to point you to the website where you can donate to our extra life fund this year but i forgot to set that up so next week i will have that information for you <laughs> it's still early it's still not it till the start of november i think so yeah so i mean we have to the end of the year you've, you've got time get it mark it in soon. your calendars people i mean come on. yeah extra life is coming and we're excited and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be a part of it but anyway i've been bitching about mario and you've been bitching about nintendo's weird practices for a lot longer than i thought we were going to talk about i mean if it wasn't for that enormous <laughs> only fans the only fans thing really screwed us all up yeah <laughs> i think that that with that we can we can we can put a bow on this episode and and end this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can always send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next week, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Phew. It's hot in here. That's right. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Chris Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to come up with a different name, I guess. That's why Can't it's so hot in here. Yeah, that's right. You've seen the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the live feed right now. <laughs> yeah, tune in to Extra Life. <laughs> Sneak preview. <laughs> All of that is going in the yeah, post yeah. show. All of that.